Hey friends, welcome to Vinyl on Chrome. I'm your host, Dylan Stone. Time once again to let's slip the dogs of radio as we get prepared to do another show. <laughs> Vinyl on Chrome is brought to you by Alan Marshall and Associates. You can find them online at wecanhelp.ca or give them a call at 1-888-371-8900. Okay, so the song Soul Man was released on Stax Records, a legendary soul label where Otis Redding, Wilson Pickett, and Isaac Hayes recorded. The song was written and produced by Hayes and David Porter, and the Stax house band of Booker T and the MGs played the instruments, except for Booker himself, who was actually away at college, which is why Hayes was brought into Stax. Isaac Hayes talked about the song during an interview. He said, I got the idea from watching the riots in Detroit on TV. It was said that if you put soul on the door of your business establishment, they wouldn't burn it. Then the word soul was galvanizing for African-Americans. It had an effect of unity. It was with a lot of pride. So I thought, why not write a song called Soul Man? All you had to do was write about your personal experiences and the rest became history. Here's Sam and Dave. This is called Soul Man. Right here, Vinyl on Chrome. hard enough to stay ahead of the bills when things are going well, but unexpected events and costs can quickly change your situation. The bills just pile up, and it's hard to see clearly. Allen Marshall & Associates are regulated by the federal government and can work with you and your creditors to make things manageable. There is no cost for a consultation, and you may feel much better simply knowing your options. Every situation is different. Contact us today at wecanhelp.ca.
So this next song was written by a songwriter by the name of Chip Taylor, who made tons of money from it because it was recorded by many artists and constantly being used in movies and TVs. Taylor used a lot of the money to gamble. In fact, for years, he bet about $10,000 a day and was kicked out of every casino in Las Vegas for counting cards. By the way, he also wrote Angel of the Morning, which was a big hit for Merrily Rush in 1968. And a little added bonus for you, Taylor is the brother of John Voight, the actor and the uncle of Angelina Jolie. There you go. Stick that in your pipe for the next time you need it. Right now, here's the Trogs. This is called Wild Thing. Vinyl on Chrome. So the group Blood, Sweat, and Tears are an American jazz rock music band founded in New York City in 1967, noted for a combination of brass with rock instruments. Blood, Sweat, and Tears has gone through numerous iterations with varying personnel and has encompassed a wide range of musical styles. Their sound has merged rock, pop, R&B, and soul music with some big band jazz. The group's self-titled second album spent seven weeks on top of the U.S. charts in 1969 and won a Grammy Award for Album of the Year in 1970. This song is from the album BS&T4, which was released in June of 1971. Here's Blood, Sweat and Tears. This is called Go Down Gambling. Final on Chrome. Born a natural loser, I can't recall to swear. Raised on pool and poker and a dollar here and there.
So this next song is about a woman who is in pursuit of happiness but never gets it long enough to make her happy. She gets bored too easily. She's flighty or indifferent. This song was written by band members Steve Cash and Larry Lee. It was inspired by someone they met in Los Angeles who was strung out on drugs. Here is the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. This is called Jackie Blue, final on Chrome.
Now, Bobby Boris Pickett was a nightclub entertainer who performed with a group called The Cordials. He wrote Monster Mash with his friend Larry Capizzi. They were both big horror movie fans, and Pickett would do an impression of actor Boris Karloff. By the way, he's the one that did many Frankenstein movies. Now, Pickett and Capizzi wrote the song in about two hours. They recorded a demo tape and brought it to Gary Paxton, lead singer of the Hollywood Argyles. Remember the song Alley Oop? Okay, that's them. They recorded the song with Paxton and studio musicians Leon Russell, Johnny McRae, and Ricky Page, who were credited as the Crypt Kickers. Paxton, who was credited as the song's producer, also added the sound effects that you hear. Paxton put the song out on his Garpex label and distributed to radio stations around Southern California. The response was overwhelming as stations saw their phones light up requesting the song. So a deal was struck with London Records, who distributed worldwide. And of course, the rest is history. Here's Bobby Boris Pickett. This is called Monster Mash. Right here, vinyl on chrome. I was working in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash it caught on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster match. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group. The Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the match. Now the monster man. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. When you get to my door, tell them what is sent. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And you my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. Mash. Easy, Igor. You impetuous young boy. Mash. Monster mash.
You are listening to Vinyl on Chrome, and I'm Dylan Stone. Now, this song was released five months after lead singer Bon Scott passed away. The song's a tribute to Scott, and the lyrics, Forget the hearse, because I never die, imply that he'll live on forever through his music. Now, with Brian Johnson on lead vocals, the Back in Black album proved that ACDC could definitely carry on without Scott. Brian Johnson made quite a statement with this song, quickly endearing himself to ACDC fans and leaving little doubt that the band made the right pick to replace Bon Scott. Johnson had been in a group called Georgie, which saw Scott in 1973. After that show, Scott talked up the Georgie lead singer to his bandmates, and in 1980, when they were looking for a replacement, ACDC's producer Matt Lang suggested him. At the time, Johnson was working as a windshield fitter and had recently reunited with Georgie. Bit of a change there. Here's ACDC. This is called Back in Black. Final on Chrome.
It keeps you up at night. And even when you do sleep, it's the first thing that pops into your head when you wake up, that lingering and growing debt. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. Now, this next song tells the story of a drug deal gone bad. It's not uncommon in the smuggling trade, and Glenn Fry now wasn't a drug runner, but he was closer to the action than most. In fact, he said, you don't spend 15 years in rock and roll without coming into contact with um, entrepreneurs. I wanted to write a song about drug smuggling for a long time, but I'm glad I waited for this one. It says everything I wanted to say on the subject, and I'm proud of the lyrics. It's sort of good journalism. The song was released on Fry's second solo album in 1974. It got the attention of Michael Mann, who was working on a TV series called Miami Vice, about two undercover cops policing the drug trade in Miami. Mann had the writer Miguel Pinero adapt the song into the episode and then asked Glenn Fry to star on the episode and used his song. It was a great episode, too, if you get the chance to see it. Here's Glenn Fry. This is called Smuggler's Blues. Final on Chrome.
Now, the song Boogie Shoes was part of the second half of the Casey and the Sunshine Band album released in 1975. In fact, it was used as the B-side of Shake, 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 Shake Your Booty. But its biggest audience came when it was used in 1977 in the movie Saturday Night Fever and then was featured on the soundtrack. In 1978, with all things Fever dominating the chart, it was released as a single and reached number 35 in the U.S. Here is KC and the Sunshine Band. This is called Boogie Shoes, vinyl on chrome. No Stranger to Danger is the second album by The Paolas, released back in 1982. And of course, it contains the hit Eyes of a Stranger. The album's only available on vinyl and cassette as it has not been released on CD or any commercial digital download, although some tracks, notably Romance and Eyes of a Stranger, do appear on some compilations. The album reached number five in Canada, number 37 in the 1982 year-end chart. Of course, Eyes of a Stranger reached number four in the Canadian charts and then was number 34 in their year-end chart as well. So, here's the payolas. This is called The Eyes of a Stranger, Vinyl on Chrome.
You're listening to Vinyl on Chrome, and I'm Dylan Stone. Hey, blues image lead singer Mike Pinera wrote this song with their keyboard player Skip Conti. Ride Captain is a story from his imagination. I know when he was in the studio recording that album, they needed another song, and he wrote it on the spot. He came up with 73 from the keyboard, having 73 keys. A lot of people say it relates to a few different stories. Now, the keyboard they used was a Rhodes electric piano, but this was the early use of the instrument on a popular song. It's plausible, but a false interpretation of the song that it's about Sir Francis Drake's voyage on the west coast of America. Drake did sail once with 73 sailors and sailed in the vicinity of San Francisco. Drake's ship was considered mysterious because of its opulence funded by seizures from the Spanish ships. This was the only hit for Blue's Image, and it came on their second album. The group dissolved soon after with Pinera joining Iron Butterfly and Skip Conti going to Three Dog Night. But right now, here's the Blue's Image. This is called Ride, Captain Ride. Final on Chrome. Sure. We can laugh our lives away and be free once more. 
That day is always in the back of your mind. The day your minimum payment is due on your credit cards and with your growing debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Allen Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Allen Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. So in an interview with Tommy James, he had explained that crystal blue persuasion was interesting. He said, first of all, I was becoming a Christian at that time, and we never thought about it as that thing. We never thought we were doing something semi-religious in any big deal. We didn't think of it as being politically incorrect or anything like that either. We just felt it was right. I wrote Crystal Blue's Persuasion with Eddie Gray and Mike Vale. Eddie came up with the little guitar riff, and Mike and I did the lyric. And it just felt very right, sort of semi-religious poetic song, but it turned out to be one of the hardest records I ever made. We went in, we had a set of drums, we had guitars, we had keyboards, and by the end we realized we had just totally overproduced the record. It wasn't Crystal Blue Persuasion anymore. It was a nice track, but it wasn't right. So we had to reproduce the record, and we had to unproduce the record. One by one we started pulling instruments out, until we ended up with a conga drum, a bongo, a tambourine, a flamenco guitar, and a very light-sounding bass. We took out the drums completely. We took out all the keyboards except one, which was a Hammond, and basically ended up with about four instruments on it. Suddenly, it was Crystal Blue Persuasion again. It was the song we'd written. So here it is. Here's Tommy James and the Shondells. This is called Crystal Blue Persuasion. Final on Chrome. Look over yonder. What do you see? The sun is rising. Most definitely A new day is coming People are changing Ain't it beautiful Crystal blue persuasion Tomorrow, when he looks down, 
So this was the first rap song to enter the U.S. Hot 100. Rap music had been around for about seven years at the time, but it was usually heard at block parties and discos where DJs would loop break beats and MCs would add live vocals. Outside of the Bronx, rap was generally considered a fad and record companies had no interest in financing it. The first rap song commercially released was Kim Tim 3, Personality Jock by Fatback Band, which came out around the summer of 79, but was relegated to the B-side of a more traditional R&B tune. Now, Rapper's Delight was released in September of 1979 and got a serious push to get a rap record in the mainstream, and it worked. The song reached the Hot 100 at 84 on the chart dated November 10th, and it cracked the top 40 on January 5th, peaking at number 36 a week later. This chart position may look modest, but getting a rap song on national attention was quite an accomplishment, making Rapper's Delight a seminal song in hip-hop history. The winning formula was boastful lyrics over a sampled beat, a technique, of course, that became ubiquitous in rap. Right now, here's the Sugar Hill Gang. This is called Rapper's Delight. Vinyl on Chrome. I said a hip-hop, the hip the hip to the hip-hop, you don't stop the rocker to the bang, man. Boogie say up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove, and my friends are gonna try to move your feet. You see, I am Wonder Mike, and I like to say hello. Up to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, the purple, and yellow. But first, I gotta bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie. Say up, jump the boogie to the bang, bang, boogie, let's rock. You don't stop, rock the rhythm, and I'll make your body rock. Well, so far, you've heard my voice, but I brought two friends along. Then a sucker could ever spend But I wouldn't give a sucker or a bump From the rock and not a dime till I made it again Everybody go, hotel, motel What you gonna do today? Cause I'm gonna get a fly girl Gonna get some spank and drive off in a death OJ Everybody go, hotel, motel, holiday in You say if your girl starts acting up Then you take a friend I'm Master G, I'm a mellow It's on you, so what you gonna do? Well it's on and on and on and on and on The beat don't stop until the break of dawn I said a M-A-S, a T-E-R, a G with a double E I said I go by the unforgettable name of the man they call a Master G Well, my name is known all over the world By all the foxy ladies and the pretty girls I'm going down in history as the baddest rapper that ever could be Now I'm feeling the highs and you're feeling the lows The beat starts getting into your toe You start popping your fingers and stopping your feet And moving your body while you're sitting in your seat And then damn, you start doing the freak I said bam, a rider out of your seat Then you throw your hands high in the air You're rocking to the rhythm, shake your dairy air 
air. You rock it to the beat without a care. Quit the short shot MCs for the affair. Now I'm not as tall as the rest of the gang, but I rap to the beat just the same. I got a little face and a pair of brown eyes. All I'm here to do, ladies, is hypnotize. Sing it on and on and on and on and on. The beat don't stop until the break of dawn. I sing it on and on and on and on and on like a hot butter to pop, to pop, to pop, give it, give it, pop, to pop, pop. You don't dare stop but come alive, y'all. Give me what you got. I guess by now you can take a hunch and find that I am the baby of the bunch, but that's okay. I still keep in stride 'cause all I'm here to do is just wiggle your behind, sing it on and on and on and on. The beat don't stop until the break of dawn. Sing it on and on and on and on and on. Rock, rock, y'all. Throw it on the floor. I'm gonna freak you here. I'm gonna freak you there. I'm gonna move you out of this atmosphere 'cause I'm one of a kind and I'll shock your mind. I put the jig, jig, jiggles in your behind. I say the one, two. Four, come on, girls, I get on the floor. I come alive, yo. Give me what you got, 'cause I'm guaranteed to make you rock. I said one, two, three, four. Tell me one, two, Mike. What are you waiting for? To the hip. The hip to the hip to hip hip the hopper you don't stop rockin' to the bang bang the boogie say up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. Well, skittle and bebop we rock a Scooby Doo and guess what? America we love you because well, you rock and roll with us so much so you can rock till you're hundred and one years old. I don't mean to brag, I don't mean to boast, but we're like hot butter on a breakfast toast. Rock it out. Now Lloyd Price recorded two versions of this song. The first had Stagger Lee and Billy gambling, and Stagger Lee shot Billy at the end. The second one was rushed out by AMC Paramount after hearing complaints from radio listeners. They had Stagger Lee and Billy arguing over a girlfriend who goes back to Stagger at the end. This was based on the traditional folk blues ballad, Ballad of Stack O' Lee, which was inspired by a real-life incident. Texas-born Lee Shelton, named Stagger Lee, was a notorious pimp and gambler who made headlines when he shot and killed Billy Lyons on Christmas night in 1895. The friends were drinking at a St. Louis saloon when they broke into an argument over politics that led to Stagger Lee crushing Lyons' hat. When Lyons confiscated Stagger's Stetson and refused to return it, Stagger finally shot him in the abdomen. Stagger Lee's legacy is a stone-cold tough guy made a popular villain in folklore. Although early versions of the tune by Mississippi John Hurt and Woody Guthrie concluded with Stagger being hanged for his crime, that was not the case. He was sentenced to 25 years in prison for the murder, but was paroled in 1909. Two years later, he was back in jail for assault in robbery, where he died of tuberculosis in 1912. So a lot of songs just happen to be based on real events. And here's one of them for you. Here's Lloyd Price. This is called Stagger Lee. Vinyl on chrome. The night was clear And the moon was yellow And the leaves came tumbling down
You are listening to Vinyl on Chrome, and I'm Dylan Stone. Here's a couple of interesting things for you to sort of chew on here today. Did you know that you share your birthday with about 21 million people? Of course, unless you were born on February 29th, but basically 21 million people. Every person's tongue print is different, just like fingerprints. The game Yahtzee got its name because it was vented by a couple on their yacht. You know, Yahtzee? Yeah. It's pretty interesting. The world's smallest park is in Portland, Oregon. It's 452 square inches. It was designed for snail racing. (laughs) I'm serious. Check it out. There is no such thing as a Cornish game hen. They're just young chickens, two pounds or less. And it would take 19 minutes to fall to the center of the earth. Don't try this at home, by the way. I'll tell you all about it. Now, with the line, heavy metal thunder, this became the first popular song to use the phrase heavy metal, which became a term for hard rock. William Burroughs is created with coining the phrase as he used it in his 1961 novel, The Soft Machine, describing his character Uranian Willie as the heavy metal kid. Now, this was used in the 1969 movie Easy Rider, a counterculture classic starring Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda as bikers who ride from Los Angeles to New Orleans. Another Steppenwolf song called The Pusher was also used in the film. When the movie was in production, this was simply a placeholder since Fonda wanted Crosby, Stills and Nash to do the soundtrack. But it became clear that the song belonged in the movie and stayed there. Partly because of its use in Easy Rider, the song has become most associated with motorcycles. But Born to be Wild was a huge hit for Steppenwolf going to number two, where it spent three weeks behind People Gotta Be Free by the Rascals. Released on their first album, it was their third single. Here's Steppenwolf and Born to be Wild. Vinyl on Chrome.
hard enough to stay ahead of the bills when things are going well, but unexpected events and costs can quickly change your situation. The bills just pile up, and it's hard to see clearly. Allen Marshall and Associates are regulated by the federal government and can work with you and your creditors to make things manageable. There is no cost for a consultation, and you may feel much better simply knowing your options. Every situation is different. Contact us today at wecanhelp.ca. Now, Paul McCartney shouted out to several of his relatives and friends in this next song. His aunt, Auntie Jin, his brother, Brother Michael, and the Everly Brothers, Phil and Don, Keith Moon, Uncle Ernie, and his former bandmate, Brother John. Now, the reference to Sister Susie was a reference to Linda, who once recorded under the name Susie and the Red Stripes. Paul McCartney said in an interview, when we all went to Jamaica on holiday, a lot of the local guys used to call Linda Susie for some reason. And we kind of liked that. Then Brother John, I would be thinking either of John Lennon or Linda's brother John. But the weirdest thing is my wife now, Nancy, has a sister Susie and a brother John. (laughs) See, sometimes life just turns out that way. Here's Paul McCartney and Wings. This is called Let Him In. Vinyl on chrome. Someone knocking at the door. Somebody ringing the bell Someone's knocking at the door Somebody's ringing the bell Do me a favor Open the door I let him in Ooh, yeah Someone's knocking at the door Somebody's ringing the bell Someone's knocking at the door Somebody's ringing the bell Open the door, I let him in. Let him in. Brother John, Martin Luther, 
Ray Charles said he got the idea for this next song from the Sweet Sounds of Love. The call and response style was inspired by church music that Ray Charles grew up with. When the preacher said something, the congregation shouted it back. What I'd say stands as the epitome of the call and response in secular music. Charles improvised this on stage at a club in Brownsville in December of 1958 when he played every song he knew and still had 12 minutes to fill. He simply asked his band to follow his lead, which they did. He told his backing singers, the Raylettes, to simply repeat whatever he said. The singer remembered, I had sung everything I could think of. So I looked at the guys and said, okay, I'm going to start this thing off. I don't know where I'm going, so just follow me. And he said to the girls, whatever I say, repeat it back. So the story goes, at the end, the club goers gathered at Charles' feet, begging for the tune's title so that they could buy the record. Predictably, the song was recorded with all due haste. When Charles recorded this, it was a very long song, of course, until engineer Tom Dowd edited it down to six and a half minutes. Dowd eventually became a very well-respected producer, working with the Allman Brothers, Derek and the Dominoes, and Aretha Franklin, among many others. But I'm going to give you both versions. What I'd say, parts one and two, all put together just for you. Here's Ray Charles, final on Chrome.
You're listening to Vinyl on Chrome, and I'm Dylan Stone. Hey, have you ever wondered where the friendliest cities in the world are? According to the annual Condé Nest Travelers, this is a reader survey. I've got the list for you. Number one, friendliest city, believe it or not, Victoria, Canada. Apparently, it's got a taste of the old world charm on Vancouver Island. Number two was Dublin, Ireland. It says nearly every street has at least one pub filled with tourists and locals coming together to celebrate life. Never been there, but I always wanted to see it. This one surprised me. Number three, Quebec City. Yeah, apparently the city is historic and attractive, and its Frenchness is clearly reflected in its food, they say. Next of all was Edinburgh, Scotland. Yeah, I I didn't understand that one either, but this one too. Sydney, Australia, apparently a beautiful seaside city. Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I could understand that. Beaches, water sports, nightlife. Yeah. And they got Porto, Portugal, that number seven, known for its wine. That's something I'd like to go. I love wine tasting. Number eight is Cape Town, South Africa. Number nine is Lisbon, Portugal. And number 10 is Kyoto, Japan. Apparently, you can visit 10th century temples there. Wow, that's amazing. That would be historic. We ain't seen you around Burger World lately. So where you been, huh? Now, this next song really isn't a ballad because it's actually up-tempo. John Lennon wrote the song about his marriage to Yoko and their run-ins with various international authorities. They got married March 20th, 1969 in Gibraltar and honeymooned in Amsterdam. John and Yoko's decision to get married came very suddenly, March 14th, 1969, just two days after Paul McCartney married Linda Eastman. On March 14th, John and Yoko were being driven to Poole in Dorset to visit John's Auntie Mimi. And John asked his chauffeur, Les Anthony, to go to Southampton and ask about the possibility of getting married at sea. After learning that this was not possible, John Lennon decided to go to Paris and called his office instructing his staff to arrange a quiet wedding there. Peter Brown discovered that getting married in Paris on such short notice was impossible, but that they could get married in Gibraltar because it was a British protectorate and Lennon was a British citizen. This was recorded and mixed in nine hours on the day it was written, April 14, 1969. John Lennon and Paul McCartney worked on this without the other Beatles because of the hastily called session. The B-single of it was called Old Brown Shoe. Here's the Beatles, the ballad of John and Yoko, final on Chrome.
It keeps you up at night. And even when you do sleep, it's the first thing that pops into your head when you wake up. That lingering and growing debt. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. Now, Trevor Horn wrote this after reading a science fiction story about an opera singer in a world without sound. Of course, she was rendered obsolete. Said Horn, before I started Buggles, I was sort of a loser record producer. I spent four years producing records for various people without making any money or having any success at all. Mainly, I just produced unsuccessful records because I couldn't seem to lay my hands on a good song. Eventually, I got so fed up of doing things that weren't successful, I decided that if I couldn't find a good artist and a good song, I'd do it myself and become the artist. So I wrote a song called Video Killed the Radio Star with Bruce Woolley. I know the name's awful, but at the time, it was the era of great punk things. I got fed up of producing people who were generally idiots, but called themselves all sorts of clever names, like the unwanted and the unwashed and the unheard. When it came to choosing our name, I thought to pick the most disgusting name possible. In retrospect, I have frequently regretted calling myself Buggles, but in those days, I never really thought about packaging or selling myself. All that really didn't concern me. All I was really concerned with was the record. Well, here's the Buggles. This is called Video Killed the Radio Star. Vinyl on Chrome. I heard you on the wireless back in 52. Lying awake intently tuning in on you. If I was young, it didn't stop you coming through.
And don't forget, you can listen to all our shows, including Vinyl on Chrome, on all your favorite podcast apps, such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. And you know, you can even ask Alexa to play Vinyl on Chrome podcast. And of course, you can do the same on your smartphone. Just ask Siri. Now, One Monkey, Don't Stop, No Show is the title of several different songs, mostly in the R&B genre, deriving from a common African-American phrase with the general meaning that one setback shouldn't impede the progress. The first known recording of this title was by Stick McGee and his buddies in 1950. Commercially successful songs with this title were recorded by Joe Tex, Honeycone, and Little David Wilkins. In 1971, the all-girl group Honeycone took the song with the same title to number five on the Billboard charts and number 15 on the Hot 100. It also charted in Australia and Canada. Right now, here's Honeycone. This is called One Monkey Don't Stop No Show. Vinyl on Chrome.
This song is about a boy who's in love with a girl. He finds her diary and reads it, only to find out that she's in love with someone else. Bridge keyboard player David Gates made the story up. The unusual sound that plays through the track is a guitar run through a synthesizer. Now, the song Diary was written and produced by David Gates and released by the band Bread in 1972, both as a single and on the album Baby I'ma Want You. It's a great song. Here's Bread. This is called Diary. Final on Chrome. I found her diary underneath the tree And started reading about me The words she'd written took me by surprise You'd never read them in her eyes They said that she had Final on Chrome, I'm Dylan Stone. Now this next song is an iconic Bob Dylan song. Like a Rolling Stone is the story of a debutante who becomes a loner when she falls out of high society. It's a crushing blow, but there's an upside. When you have nothing, you have nothing to lose. Another advantage to being on your own when you're invisible, you have no secrets to reveal. Dylan got the idea from a 1949 Hank Williams song, Lost Highway, which contains the line, I'm a Rolling Stone all alone and lost. 
It was the only single from his sixth album, Highway 61 Revisited, released in 1965 when he was buzzworthy, especially in the New York City music scene, but hardly a sensation. The song got significant airplay and many connected with it, sending them on an enlightening journey through his back catalog. Dylan became one of the most respected and analyzed songwriters of his time. And Like a Rolling Stone is off in the gateway. Right now, here's Bob Dylan, Like a Rolling Stone, final on Chrome. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine, through the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you, people call, say, beware, doll, you're bound to fall, you thought they were all. I'm kidding you. You know you only used to get juiced in it Nobody's ever taught you how to live out on the street And now you're gonna have to get used to it You say you never compromise With a mystery tramp But now you realize He's not selling it the vacuum of his eyes and say do you want to make a Where it's at After he 
steeple and all the pretty people they all drink and thinking that they got it made exchanging all precious gifts but you better take a diamond ring you better pawn it Your cell phone is ringing and you don't recognize the caller. And with your debt, fear starts to creep in. But you don't have to live like this. Visit wecanhelp.ca. Alan Marshall and Associates are government-regulated, licensed insolvency trustees who can help provide solutions to your debt problems. Depending on the circumstances, they can relieve up to 25, 50, 75% or more of your debt. Alan Marshall and Associates. Visit wecanhelp.ca to find an office near you. All right, this next song is about a man who travels through time and sees the end of the world. On his way back to Earth to warn the human race, he goes through a magnetic storm and is turned to iron. Nobody believes him about the end of the world and he gets mad, taking his revenge out on the human race, thus bringing about the end of the world that he saw. Fittingly, Iron Man is a landmark in the heavy metal genre with a massive guitar riff and sci-fi apocalyptic lyric. Black Sabbath influenced pretty much every heavy metal band that followed especially British acts like Iron Maiden, Saxon, and Judas Priest. How the distorted vocals at the beginning that say I am Iron Man were created has been a topic of debate. It's been rumored that Osborne sang through an oscillating metal fan to get the sound, but it's more likely that his voice was run through a processor called a ring modulator, which creates a wobbly electronic effect by mixing the input signal with an oscillator. And this is the same device that was used to create the voices of the Daleks on Doctor Who. Right now, here is Black Sabbath. This is called Iron Man, vinyl on chrome.
Now, Lou Reed had empathy for the characters that come through in this song. As he struggled with his sexuality for most of his life, his parents even tried to cure his homosexuality when he was young. With this song, Reed represented a completely different angle of genre roles in rock. The album version of this song runs 4 minutes and 12 seconds, but the single, which reached its peak in the position of number 16 in April of 1973, was edited down to 3 minutes and 37 seconds for radio play, but we're going to give you the full thing. Here's Lou Reed. This is called Walking the Wild Side, final on Chrome. Holly came from Miami, FLA Hitchhiked away across USA Plucked her eyebrows on the way Shaved her legs and then he was a she She says, hey babe, take a walk on the wild side Said, hey honey, take a walk on the wild side She was everybody's darling But she never lost her head Even when she was given head She says, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Said, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side And the colored girls go Do 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 Hustle here and a hustle there New York City is the place where they said Hey babe, take a walk on the wild side I said, hey Joe, take a walk on the wild side Sugar Pump Fairy came and hit the streets Looking for soul food and a place to eat to the Apollo You should have seen him go, go, go They said, hey sugar Take a walk on the wild side I said, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Alright Huh Jackie is just Speeding away Thought she was James Dean for a day then I guess she had to crash Valium would have helped that patch I said, hey babe, take a walk on the wild side I said, hey honey, take a walk on the wild side And the colored girls say Do, 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 do,
We'd like to thank Alan Marshall and Associates for sponsoring Vinyl on Chrome. You can find them online at wecanhelp.ca or give them a call at 1-888-371-8900. Vinyl on Chrome is a syndicated radio show and is distributed by superlativestudios.net. The show is produced by Mark Gosselin and co-produced by Scott Walsh. We hope you enjoyed the show this week. Send us an email at vinylonchrome, that's no E, at gmail.com and check us out on Facebook. I'm Dylan Stone. So until next Next time, remember, take care of yourselves and take care of each other, because that's the way it's supposed to be.